Welcome back inside the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. I'm John Ledyard, your host from FanRagSports.com, along with Trevor Sikama of PeterReport.com, covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Trevor, it's a big time in your life right now. You're moving here soon, not very far. Two of your uh, sons are declaring for the NFL Draft. This is a big time in your life. How I don't you know feeling? if they're... Fu- I don't know if they're full on like my son's level, but they're two Pete, they're two guys that I am or uh, that I've been kind of monitoring obviously throughout the whole year. So, um, yeah, no, I'm excited. Derwin James and Michael Jackson, Derwin James, obviously the safety from Florida state. That one was kind of obvious, right? We figured right. that Derwin was going to declare, um, Charles Kelly and, and Florida state absolutely used him terribly for like the last two years. So I'm, I'm thankful <laughs> that he gets to actually play a real position in the NFL and start his growth process as a player instead of just being an athletic freak, which he is. And then Michael Jackson, actually, um, I kind of caught on to him late as Miami was really rising to power, if you will, before they fall, fell off here at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But that, that secondary has a bunch of players that I really like. And a couple of the games early on that I was watching, I was watching this Michael Jackson kid. I was like, man, He's pretty dang good. So as an outside corner, you know, we've had, I know we've talked about this a little bit before, but not really a solidified top group of guys at the cornerback position. There's, there's something to like about guys here and there, but uh, I think it's a good year for Michael Jackson to come out just because of that. Uh, if, if there's uncertainty at the top and, and you've had some good tape that you could put out there, I kind of like it. I kind of like the idea of it. Now it wasn't, I don't know if it was, uh, was it official or I think he was just talking about it. I think it was official with Michael Jackson. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think his was official, and Derwin James was official, and Josh Rosen's was a false report. Okay, because Derwin's I knew was official because I read his story about it, and then Jackson's I must have read it just kind of as it was coming out um, because people were still kind of like, oh, he might go out, but it would make sense uh, for for him to do it. I think so. I don't know. What do you think of these guys? I, I, you probably haven't seen much of Jackson, but I have not seen a ton of Jackson. I do, however, based on what I have seen and what I have heard, I do think the Miami group is going to be if they come out. If they all come out, Jaquan Johnson and uh, some others, I think, could be risers. Um, I am very. I'm probably going to be low on Derwin James compared to everybody else. Which is fair. It's fair yeah. after this year. It is. He, I mean, if I'm going to be consistent, I have to find a difference between him and Jabril Peppers is my biggest thing. Um, and, and I think that there will be differences. Um, I did not, I just was not that impressed with Derwin James when I watched him this season. I oh. think he's a physical football player, and I think that he has good closing speed vertically in a straight line. I don't know that he's like the most fluid sideline to sideline athlete or anything. Like, I don't know that he's going to be this unreal like you know once in a lifetime type athlete where that's what that's how people have talked about him I mean they've talked about him like he's the greatest athlete in college football I just don't know if it's to that extent but I think he's I think he has potential to be a good football player in a certain role I just have to study him closely and find out what exactly is that role going to be you know because I don't think it's going to be the high value single high free safety type of player at least not right away and maybe he's built for that and just Hasn't gotten the opportunity to do it, but I feel like that would be somewhat unusual. But then you're right. Florida State, I did not like anything they did with their defense last several years. They used, so. him, they used him on the edge, man. Yeah. Was, I, like, he was more I of a blitzer gotta, than anything else. In college football, you play your blitz your best players where they can have the biggest impact. And if James mm-hmm. can affect the pocket, get some sacks, you know, neutralize tight ends or what, that's fine and that's great. But <laughs> he ain't doing that in the NFL. He's getting 
bowled over in the NFL, even with his size. You know, I do think that he has a lot of strength um, mm-hmm. and that he does have small frame. Obviously, his, his athleticism speaks to that alone, but you're not playing that kind of position in the NFL. It just doesn't exist. And so, like, even, you know, Jabril Peppers, who was a guy who had a lot more meat on him than, than Derwin James does, you know, he switched to a traditional strong safety kind of role. So, um, yeah, I, I, I do think that a position... Now, you you said earlier you're going to have to differentiate between what he and Peppers were. What do you mean by that? Because I was so low on Peppers compared to the consensus. I had a third-round grade on Peppers, and he obviously went in the first round. The NFL liked him a lot, and fans liked him a lot. I think a lot of fans did anyway. Um, I, I think that in order to justify having Derwin James a lot higher, I think I have to find something that Derwin James does decisively better. Because I thought Peppers had upside, sure. But as terms of polished ability to play a position right now or really to project to a high-value spot at safety, you know, there are other positions where I think, like Hassan Reddick, I was a little bit higher on him. I know he'd have to move from the edge to, to linebacker, but I think that's a transition he showed signs that he could make. I didn't really see Jabril Peppers doing anything more than being like a box-type player um, who was, to me, honestly, probably best as a big nickel. And to me, that's just a guy you can find in the middle rounds. I don't think that's a high value type of player and so that's kind of what i thought i felt about him so i think i have to find something like what does derwin do that makes him really valuable as a safety because i think that as a safety if you're going to be really valuable you have to be counted on in deep coverage um in some capacity and i just we just don't get to see that from him a whole lot and we didn't get to see it from peppers at all in college so it became really difficult to say okay this is a guy that is ready to make an impact to start in the NFL to play a, to be a difference maker in coverage on the back end and not be a liability. I didn't see any. I mean, because Peppers wasn't asked to do it, I didn't see any signs of that from Peppers in college. And Derwin, I haven't seen any signs of that either. And he was asked to do it a little bit more. And I, I was, just, it was just hit or miss for me in terms of him making an impression in that way positively. So I don't know. It's going to be mixed, mixed, mixed feelings, mixed thoughts on Derwin James so far for me uh, in terms of what he'll be as an NFL player. I think that there's definitely some potential there, but I don't know that he's going to be this high-end elite um, type of prospect. But at least he has forced a turnover in his career. That's fair. <laughs> Jabril yeah, Peppers, no, no. what it was in his yeah, last yeah, game or something like that, he forced a turnover, I think. That was yeah, that was a – yeah. Don't base everything on stats. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey the same thing. 100%, but, yeah. Uh, Ramsey and Mac Alexander, and he's doing well now um, in Minnesota. Uh, it took him two years, but yeah, he's he's getting there. Uh, we got to talk NFL pickems because remember we're, we're typically doing our Friday th- or this on our Friday show, but now tomorrow Kent Lee Plot will be on with me. We're going to talk about uh, NFL mock drafts. He's been keeping track of over two hundred actually um, th- this uh, draft uh, this uh, off season uh, mock drafts that he has kind of assembled where players typically go in those drafts, what teams they typically end up on, things of that nature. And he's kind of compiled all that information and some really cool stuff. And I think some really cool results and it'll be fun. And it'll be something uh, that I think will be intriguing to listeners. So make sure you tune in for that uh, tomorrow's episode. Uh, but uh, yeah, we today we're going to do our NFL uh, my bookie pick looking at the my bookie lines and Trevor and I are going to pick the games. We got to keep it up because we've been doing it every week. Uh, I think every, if we did it, I think we've done it every week of the season. So, uh, or did we miss the first couple? I mean, we might have missed the first two weeks. I think we. I think we did. We missed the first couple. I think yeah. you're like a game up on me right now. I think it's really I close think. for sure. Yeah. Oh, I also wanted to mention this. 
If you haven't yet, fantasy football fans, listen to this. It's not too late to join the 500,000 people that have already downloaded Draft this season. You get to play in a real live snake draft, but you're done in under five minutes and they last for just one week. You can join one right now for week 14. And the best part is play for cold hard cash. Get this, your chances of winning are 80% better than on the salary cap sites. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit. But you have to use the promo code LONFL. That's right, no spaces, LONFL. Play a real money game for free just by using the promo code LONFL. And it gets even better. Draft is so sure you'll love it that they're even offering Locked On NFL Draft listeners a money back guarantee up to $100. Just search Draft in your app store or go to draft.com and come play free right now with promo code LONFL. I'm going to try and remember to put up a league tonight. Uh, for people who want to jump in for this week with Trevor and I, uh, if we fill one league, we'll start a little bit of a second one. Uh, but it's been fun. Uh, I've done it the last couple of weeks and neither of us have won yet, but I finished second in this one this past week. And uh, it, you, it's only cut. The draft only takes like a couple minutes because you get two running backs, two wide receivers, a quarterback, something like that. Um, and you're set for the week, and that's all you have to do. And it's, so it's really easy, and it's, it, it takes only a couple minutes. And just like you said, there's 80% better chance of winning uh, money than on the salary cap sites. So uh, that's obviously great. And you can play for free first time around if you use that promo code LONFL. So can't beat that. If you don't like it, don't do it again. But I think I think most of you will come away with the impression that you will. So look for that on Twitter. Uh, if you don't follow me, at Ledyard NFL Draft. Uh, you should be able to find it, um, and uh, hopefully you can jump in our league and we can fill up a couple of those bad boys uh, tonight uh, before the game gets started. All right, Trev, my bookie lines. Here we go. All right. We, we, we got a treat this week because we get to do the Thursday games. Oh, that's right. We don't get to typically do that. I know, I know. So we'll start it off, kicking it off. New Orleans Saints at the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons at home favored by one. It's going to be an awesome game. Uh, I'm yeah, looking forward to no, this game. Really is. I'm really excited for this game tonight. Um, mm, you know, I think the Falcons need to win this one. I think it's going to be super important to them to win this game. They're at home, prime time. I know it's on a short week, but I think the Falcons find a way. I think they're still a good football team, and I think that I think it's going to be come down to them and Carolina for that last playoff spot, and I think Atlanta finds a way in, and if if I believe that, I believe they probably got to win this game because they've got the Saints again. I think they've got the Panthers. So they've probably got to come away with this one or the next one against the Saints, and I think they've got a better shot at home. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think if the Falcons want to make the playoffs, they've got to win this game. Um, and I don't think they win this game. I think the Saints are going to win it. I think mm-hmm. they're the better team. I think the Saints are uh, fighting for home field advantage in the playoffs, and they're going to give it all they have here to certainly take down the Falcons at Atlanta. So, what was uh, the line? You, the line is one point. Atlanta is getting one point. Ooh, uh, I'm taking the Saints. I'm taking the Falcons. All right, there we go. It's basically a pick 'em. Speaking of pick 'em, the next game, Detroit Lions traveling down here to Tampa Bay. There is no line on this one because Stafford's availability is up in the air so it's kind of just a pick who's gonna win whether stafford plays or not stafford might not play yeah no he's got an injury he's got a hand injury. oh yeah i heard there's nothing broken so he'll probably play there's no line on this one there's no line well, because yeah no, going no with the line. i'm going with the lines even if oh, dan I'm... orlovsky has to start i don't even know if dan orlovsky's in the league, Dan Orlovsky is like forever on the Lions as the backup. Oh, like, yeah. 
like 20 years down the road, they're going to have. It's going to be know, like. <laughs> they're going to have like Jared Smith as their franchise quarterback. And I'm going to be like, yeah, but if he gets hurt, Orlovsky can come in and he's a seasoned vet. <laughs> People are going to be like, who is that? I have no idea who Some that is. Some dude who runs out the back of the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, actually, why don't we get this one out of the way, too? Another game that has no line because, I guess, because of the quarterback status? Uh, Indianapolis Colts and the Buffalo Bills. It's at the Bills, but it's got no line on this one. I mean, I'm taking the Bills anyways, so. Well, yeah, I mean, why, why doesn't it have a line? I, I, I assume weird. that every game. Oh, because Tyrod. Because of Tyrod, that's why. Right. Every game that doesn't have a line. The quarterback is up in the air. Yeah. Uh, give me the Bills with this one. I think the Colts are really sorry. Peterman, revenge game. Oh, my goodness. Peterman versus Brissett. Whew. Wow. Wow. That's Now, that's that should be the Thursday night matchup. Oh this my, better that, than Falcons Saints. That Pete, would be Peterman, a vintage Peterman Thursday night Brissett. matchup. That would be vintage Thursday night. That would be old school Thursday night. Yeah. This year's Thursday night's been good. Yeah, it really. Ha- I mean, like, it's been fun. I don't know if it's been. Well, yeah, I guess it's been good. There's been some real like, good ones. It definitely hasn't sucked. I'll right. say that. That's um, true. Okay, so getting back to the games with actual lines, the yes. Chicago Bears traveling to the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are favored by six at home. Yeah, Bengals got this. I don't think the Bears' offense can do much of anything. I'm going with the Bears. Give mm, me the six points. Nah. Give me. The six points, baby. I'm taking them. The The Bengals are going to be flustered. They're not going to know what to do. They got smacked in the mouth by Pittsburgh at home. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. Every Keith, time. Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> KO'd. So, I'm going to take the Bears. I'm going to be a little bit – I'm, I'm going to be different than you there. Uh, so, I'm going to okay. take the Bears. All right. The Seattle Seahawks traveling to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ooh, this is a fun game. Jaguars favored by two and a half at home. Hmm. Jaguars favored by two and a half at home. Man, I I don't know. I think uh, Jaguars defensive line against the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> Can you think of just the, oh my goodness. If Russell Wilson survives this, man, we honestly have to start talking about whether he might be part of the deity. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, this is yeah. Um, give me oh, give me Seattle, man. I think he's a wizard. Give me Seattle. See, it's tough because do you want to bet on Russell Wilson to somehow miraculously pull the Seahawks' offense up to no better than mediocre, or do you go with Blake Bortles? Yikes. Not uh, not Blake. Never go with Blake. Because he sucked you in last week. You know what he does. He sucks you in for a week, and then he sucks the next week. That's what he does. Don't fall no, you for it. You know what? You know what? We're going with the Jags. Oh, my gosh. We're going with the Jags. Silliness. No, the Jags. Jags did easily. I mean, there's a lot of scenarios in which the Jags could come away victorious in this game. By the way, how sure. ridiculous are the 4 o'clock games? I mean, um, Redskins well, Chargers well, is going to be a good gone. game. We were going to get okay. to it. All right. Jump All right. The shark. I'm pumping the brakes. Jeez, man. <laughs> Trying to run a podcast over here. Good Lord. Okay. So, before I was so rudely interrupted, 
Oakland Raiders at Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. Chiefs are favored by four. No Marcus Peters, but Derek Carr is poop. Mm. Who you got? Derek Carr has been bad this year, man. That's been a little bit surprising. Although the Raiders in general offensively have just been kind of a mess. Um, hmm. Give me what is what was the line on this? Chiefs favored by four, and Chiefs, it's at home. Chiefs favored by four. Give me the Raiders. I've got to think that the Chiefs wake up at some point, right? I don't know. Their corners are all atrocious outside of Marcus Peters, and the Raiders have the worst secondary in the league. There might be like 500 yards passing apiece for Alex Smith and Derek Carr in this game. If Mahomes was, uh, if Mahomes was starting. I knew yeah. you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. I, I have knew. to get the plug in every time I can. Hashtag start Mahomes. I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs here. Minnesota going to Carolina. Carolina. Ooh, never mind. Minnesota is favored by three on the road. It's a good Carolina team. Wow, okay. Mm. Got a lot of faith in Case Keenum. Carolina's not that good, so that might be part of it. Okay, um, rude. <laughs> How about the games this week, though, man? There's a lot of good ones. I mean, there's some a lot of these the top teams facing off against each other, at least record-wise. Minnesota's favored by what? Four, did you say? Three. Three? Give me the Vikes, yeah. I think the Panthers are about to slide. I think the Panthers are going to finish 9-7. and seven. How about that for a prediction for you? I think they're going to drop four of their last five games. So, so is the only game that you have them winning the Bucks game, or did they lose last week? They probably lose the. Uh, they probably win the Bucks game. Yeah, I think. I think that was what I had here. I'll look. Hang on. Uh, they lost last week to the Saints. Um, they will lose this week to the Vikings. They will lose to Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers will return on the seventeenth. They will beat the Bucks and they will lose to the Falcons. That's how their year finishes out. Pretenders. Huh. So you don't think they make the playoffs, right? I do not. I think Atlanta will sneak in over them. But Atlanta's probably going to win tonight or the next. Or the, if they don't win tonight, Atlanta's basically got to run the table. Because I'm not sure you can be worse than 10-6 and six and make it. Huh. Okay. Well. Unlike the AFC, where 10-6 and six probably get to the three seed. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, <laughs> so um, I'm going to pick the Panthers um, just because they're at home. And for whatever reason, they have been way better than I thought that they were going to be the entire year. So if they're getting points at home, I guess I'll take them. They're frauds. Um, Don't fall for it. Uh, you know, I've been trying to call them frauds all year, and they haven't been yet. So if you're right, then I will uh, Then I'll tip my cap. Green Bay playing at Cleveland. The high-profile Deshaun Kaiser-Brett Hundley matchup. Oh, my. Packers have to win this game. Now, here's the thing. The Packers have a sneaky shot at making the playoffs. It isn't a strong shot, but it's a sneaky shot because they all they have to do is... Is, is, it, is it really that sneaky? It's pretty sneaky. Yeah, it's pretty sneaky because here's the scenario, okay? So you'd say, it, so, so you'd say it's low-key. Uh, it's very low-key, yes. It's very low-key. Okay. Uh, they right. they did what they had to do to beat the Bucs and to put themselves in position to potentially make it at 6-6. Six and six. Now they beat Cleveland. Aaron Rodgers comes back for the Panthers game because they're not beating the Panthers with Brett Hundley. I'm sorry. I, I, I think the Panthers are fake, but I don't think they're that fake. Uh, the 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 beat the or they beat the Panthers with Aaron Rodgers. They go into Miss. They go to Minnesota. And that game's at Lambeau. They play Minnesota and two days before Christmas, and they beat Minnesota. They beat Detroit last game of the season because they always beat Detroit in the last game of the season, and they've got a shot. Then I think 
if they win out, they'll be 10 and 6 now. The Panthers are 8 and 4 and the Seahawks are 8 and 4. They're the 5 and 6 seeds right now. So you obviously need some other people to lose, especially because they uh they now here's the here's the other fun part of it. They beat the Seahawks earlier in the season in week 1. So they have the tiebreaker there and if they beat the Panthers when Rodgers comes back, they'll have the tiebreaker there if all of them end up being 10 and 6. So some fun scenarios play out. They also beat the Cowboys if the Cowboys end up being 10 and 6. Um, so they have some some little tiebreakers in their pocket, I think, if they potentially could get to that point. But they basically got to win out, and they got to beat the Browns. And I think they will. I think they will beat the Browns. Not a bold prediction, I know. Well, the line here is the, uh, I believe the Packers are favored by three. So still taking it? Yep, still taking it. Somehow Brett Hundley won with – 84 passing yards last week, so it wouldn't surprise me. But whatever happens needs to happen for the Browns to continue to lose. So, um, yeah, I guess I'll go with the – oh, man, or do I want to be way different? No, I'm going to take the Packers. Okay. Yeah, you can't trust the Browns. So, you went with the Browns so, last week or two weeks ago, was it, against the Bengals, and that didn't work out for you. Yeah. Yeah, I think I did. Never never trust the Browns. San Francisco 49ers and their new pretty boy quarterback traveling to Houston. Houston favored by three points. Give me Jimmy and the points, baby. Wait, who is it? The The 49ers are favored by two, you said? San Francisco 49ers. 49ers going to Houston. Yeah, and the 49ers are favored by two, you said? Um, I believe the Texans are favored by three. Oh. Hold on. Yeah, the Texans are favored by three. Oh, for sure, Jimmy. Jimmy was balling. Yeah. yeah, I mean, did you get to see a lot of him? Oh, yeah. I only saw highlights, but how did he do? Oh, he was great. I watched most of the game, actually, because I had to write an article about it after. And, um, man, really impressed. Yeah, he was. He really looks like the real deal. Um, he Because I know it's only one game, but think about the weapons he is throwing to. he's throwing to. Think about the protection that he has. Think about how often the Bears hit him and affected the pocket. He was so calm under pressure. Just, I mean, he he stood in the pocket. He took licks. He made throws under pressure. He made tight window throws. He was quick through progressions. But when he needed to, he also got outside of the pocket and he made throws down the field. Um, he it's amazing. He and he did throw an interception in the game, but it was off his. It was a perfect throw in the middle of the field. Went off his receiver's hands um, and fell into defensive backs' hands. Um, it was actually almost a catch. The receiver got it like ripped out coming to the ball going to the ground. But yeah, he was he was pinpoint accurate. Um it was a great, great start for him and hopefully he can keep because the Bears defense is pretty good, so that was a good test for him and um hopefully he can keep that up this week. I think he will against the Texans. I think the 49ers get another win. They can't win though. They can't afford to win, but they keep winning. It's a bad spot to be in for the 49ers. Yeah, I guess, you know, they definitely want them to win, but they have their quarterback. It's it's not like they're tanking for quarterback, right? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, they're not tanking for quarterback, but I think the big thing for them is if they keep a high draft spot, teams that need quarterbacks are going to have to make deals with them to get up there. Um, and so I think that that's if they fall down to, like, you know, if they win a couple games here at the end of the year and they fall down to, like, the six or seven spot, there's not going to be the same. 
you know, the teams aren't going to want to trade with them quite as badly. Now they are maybe benefiting from an offseason where a couple quarterbacks can become available and teams could pick up quarterbacks that way. So maybe that six, seven spot starts being the target for teams that are trying to trade up. So there's still other ways that the scenario could play out. But I mean, if they have the second overall pick or third overall pick and teams need a quarterback, um, there's going to be teams that want to move up for Josh Rosen and other guys if they come up. So, and we'll see what the Browns obviously do in the off season, but yeah, so they, the higher up they are, I think the more stock they hold in terms of teams and more value they hold in terms of teams that want to trade up for a quarterback. That's fair. Yeah. So like we're both taking the 49ers in the points, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So now getting into those four o'clock games, you couldn't wait to talk about the Washington Redskins taken on the Los Angeles chargers. Chargers are at home in that high school stadium favored by six points <laughs> uh six points nah give me washington in that i think the chargers will win but not by six i keep thinking the chargers are going to be worse than they are keep thinking so, the chargers are going to do chargers things and end up blowing this this gift they've been given in the afc west are are they leading the AFC west now mm-hmm. no uh, technically the uh Technically, the Chiefs have the tiebreaker. Okay. Okay. But they're um, all six and six, so. You know what? I'm gonna. Uh, no. Uh, 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 I don't trust. I don't trust Washington anymore. I'm gonna. What just uh, happened the, the, over there? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I hope this harder. Um. And I think it's going to be Washington that chokes harder. So give me the Chargers. Uh, yeah, I I just I I just think that the Chargers are are, are going to eventually fall apart and do what the Chargers always do. I don't know if it'll be in this game, but I'm not going to pick them really until it happens because I have faith right. that eventually they'll do it. All right. In the uh, in America's game of the week, we have your New York Jets taking on. The Denver Broncos in Denver. Mm. Yikes. Um, Denver is – the Jets, Jets are, are favored by one and a half. We can't even laugh about it because the Jets are actually a decent team. What is going on? Jets are favored by what? One and a half. Oh, Jets all the way. Jets all the way. The Jets are going to kill them. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. I, I'd, uh, easy with that, easy with yep. that kill them phrase. Broncos, but, uh, I Broncos got nothing. I do, I do think the Jets win. So, um, yeah, there we go. Uh, Tennessee Titans at the Arizona Cardinals. Titans are favored by three points. Hmm. Uh, Arizona. Going with Arizona. Huh. The fighting Blaine Gabberts get it done. Mm, you know what? With three points in the pocket, I guess I'll, I'll take Arizona too because I don't really trust Tennessee. No, um, heck no. I know I know their record is better than people thought it was going to be, but I, I really don't trust Tennessee. So They've almost uh, lost like every game this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anytime a team's getting points against them, especially when they're the ones at home, I guess even if it's Blaine Gabbard at quarterback, I will take, I will take the Cardinals. Um, Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, wow. Holy cow. Philadelphia Eagles at the Los Angeles Rams. Oh, yeah. Goff versus Wentz. 
The Rams are favored by two and they're, a half points. Oh, they're, they're favored. I did not expect that. Um, I think the Rams are going to win, actually. I just wrote an article on this game. Uh, I think the Rams are going to win. I think Jared Goff's going to have a huge day. I think he's going to slightly outplay Carson Wentz. A lot because I think Zach Ertz is a concussion right now, and the left side of the Eagles' offensive line is... A little bit of a mess right now, and I think Aaron Donald's going to eat him alive. But I think Goff is a big day, and I think he leads the Rams to a victory. And all of a sudden, the playoff race, the, 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 top, the race for the top spot in the NFC becomes a real muddy picture. Right now, the Vikings have it, actually, but they're playing a tough one against the Panthers. The matchups we have this week are awesome. We got Seahawks, yeah, Jaguars, no, Eagles, Rams. Got Redskins, Chargers, Vikings, Panthers. There's going to be some Chiefs, Raiders is always a fun game. It's gonna be some, t- and then of course Saints Falcons tonight. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Philly in this one. Um, in a team where you've just got two of the best teams in the NFL, it's tough to pick against a team that's getting points here. So uh, give me Philly in two and a half in this one. You're wrong, but that's okay. Dallas Cowboys at New York Giants. Dallas is favored by four and a half. Or just four, sorry, on the road. I'm taking Dallas all day. Yep, Dallas all day. No question. They got to win. Uh, Sunday night game, we got the Baltimore Ravens at the Pittsburgh Steelers. A what Big, Big Ben would call just AFC North football where people might possibly die. Uh, <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers are favored by five at home. Hmm. Um, give me the Ravens. It's going to be very tight at least. You know, I I don't know how the whatever we think the Chargers are with choking, the Ravens are like the opposite, and I don't get it because like the <laughs> somehow Ravens good. have just absolutely blown the doors off of some teams, and I just don't get it. Yeah, I mean, look, they beat Cincinnati twenty to nothing to start the season. They beat Oakland thirty to seventeen. I mean, that is not blowing the doors off them. They got the doors blown off of them by Jacksonville forty four to seven out in London. Um, then they came back the last couple of weeks, 40 nothing over Miami. And I know Miami might be the worst team. They're one of the worst teams in the league. 23 nothing over Green Bay. They've got three shutouts this season. Defense yeah. is for real. I still don't think they, they beat Detroit 44-20. They're getting a lot of defensive touchdowns. They're leading the league in turnovers, I believe, getting a ton of short fields. It's one of the worst offenses I've ever seen. I, I should say it was, was one of the worst offenses I've ever seen. Now I think Alex Collins is for real and helping this team play at a higher level than they played all season. But – I still don't think it's a good offense. I think they need the turnovers to happen. Yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the Ravens too. Uh, give me the Ravens and the points in this one. Final game: New England Patriots on Monday night at what you would call one of the worst teams in the NFL, the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins, or sorry, the Patriots are favored by 11 and a half. Points. If the line care. was 30, I would take the Patriots. <laughs> I was just about to say I don't care what the points are. Give me the Patriots. I don't care that Gronk's not playing. I don't care about any of it. Patriots are going to literally destroy Miami. There may not be a city of Miami left when that game's over. Primetime game. The Patriots are mad about how they played last week. I think Brady was frustrated. McDaniels is frustrated. They're going to come out. And the Dolphins won, so they're going to relax. Human nature. And I haven't seen necessarily top-tier effort from all Dolphins players this season. I think they're going to get absolutely smoke-showed. They're going to make that Ravens game look like it was close. That Ravens-Dolphins game. Jeez. Okay, that might be a stretch because that game didn't look close at all. But it's going to be bad. There you have it. 
Our picks for the NFL Week 14 games. Our thoughts on Derwin James and Michael Jackson early in the podcast. Good stuff as always tomorrow. Remember, Kent comes on and he's going to be talking to us about his mock draft uh, project that he's been working on. Should be really fun stuff uh, for all you listeners, so make sure you guys check that one out. Until then, you keep it locked right here on Locked On NFL Draft.